Are we starting or not? Why are you the way that you are? Honestly, every time I try to do something fun or exciting, you make it not that way. Hey, this is another episode of the Dad Shorts Podcast, where we're just two dads trying to figure out if a Twinkie is a dessert burrito. It 100% is a dessert burrito. It 100% is not a dessert burrito. <laughs> and I am already excited for today's episode. <laughs> uh, my name is Zach Holden. And I am Scott Ragsdale. And today we are joined by uh, a uh, a hero. <laughs> yes. uh, not all heroes wear capes. <laughs> Uh, uh, Mr. Van Benson, uh, somewhere camo. <laughs> somewhere camo. That's perfect. That's perfect. And their way to mowing the lawn. <laughs> Van, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, good morning. I'm a motive trainer, they call it. And uh, my wife and I are a partner together. We have a company called Motive Matters. And we teach people about their relationships and uh, how to regulate their emotions and how to create a better life, you know, how to create better relationships. And I guess today we're going to talk about doing that with our kiddos. and Yeah. So I'm real excited to be with you guys. How many kids do you have? I have four daughters, and uh, interestingly enough, uh, uh, I know you guys have been talking about the color code a little bit. My firstborn daughter is Emily. She's a blue. My secondborn is Valerie. She's red. My thirdborn is Holly. She's a bright and shining yellow like us. <laughs> and then uh, my little afterthought uh, is... Is a white personality, uh, Stephanie. So okay. I've got all four colors, and then I've got somewhere between 14 and 16 grandkids. So I guess that'd be 15. Oh, wow. Congrats. That, yeah. Uh, every dad's dream, the the grandfather stage. Boy, I'm telling you, it's great. <laughs> it is great. So my daughter, as we're just completely getting off track to begin, uh, has started dating a guy at Ozark Christian College. It's not official because she won't admit it, but literally they're going on dates holding hands and terming it friends. I'm like, this is baloney. You're yeah. clearly dating this guy. No, we're just friends. No, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> Call a spade a spade. You're dating him. He's a nice guy. He came over and watched basketball. <laughs> Super nice. But I'm just like, already, I'm like, this is going to go fast. Because when you finally term that you're dating, I'm going to be planning a wedding soon after. This is ridiculous. Have you been introduced to him yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He came over and watched college basketball. So did he shake your hand? He did shake. And he was it a decent handshake? Decent handshake. And he refers to me as Mr. Holden. I had to tell him, I'm Zach. You can call me Zach. And he's like, no, I can't do that. I'm like, y- yes, you can. You can call me Zach. Okay. So he texted me the other day and he goes, Zach, Francis, this feels weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, well, you know what? I'd say that's a good sign. Super respectful. Uh, yes. A bad yeah. sign is when your daughter brings somebody home Ooh. and they go, what's up? <laughs> you know, and then you shake their hand and it no. feels like a weak, a weak uh, piece of meat. And I just go, no, yeah. no, 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 out, out. <laughs> so he showed up and we were like, he'd already eaten dinner. And I was like, I'll make him a bunch of desserts because I like to cook. So I made him brownies and brookies and cookies. And he shows up. I'm like, who made all this stuff? And he goes, well, actually, I'm on a Lenten fast away from sweets. And I was like, no, great. <laughs> now I have a house full of brownies wow. and cookies. I'll be over. <laughs> Time out. You, you made cookies, brownies, and brookies? Yep. Did you, like, lay them out on the table in, like, that order? Like, brownie, brookie, cookie? No. So, like, they were on, like, transitions? Why didn't you just make Twinkies? I don't know how to make the sponge cake that goes with it, number one. And number two, I'm not piping in that white creamy stuff inside a Twinkie. Okay. Fair enough. He's got a thing. I've got a thing. Uh, All right, Van. Uh, So, what is your... We've got some questions that we just (laughs) ask every, every, uh, every dad that we have on the show. Uh, So, why don't you tell us, what is your go-to dad outfit? You don't. You don't have to go anywhere. You're not dressing up for something. Oh, just yeah. it, random every day. Oh, okay. what is it you're wearing? I'm wearing it. 
This okay. is what my kids see every day when I'm not working. We you describe know, it for our listeners. When I'm working, I put on my Motive yeah. Matters uniform, you know? Yeah. But it's camo shirt and a pair of jeans and a comfortable pair of shoes. You yes. know? I just, and, and the camo works good as a dad because you can sneak up and they can't see you. <laughs> <Yeah>. Absolutely <laughs> right. It works really good. And then the good part is if you walk up next to him and they're like, hey, dad, you're like, how did you see me? I'm dressed in camo. I'm not. Because you're like, the uh, the longer you go with this, like at some point in time, you're gonna have a ghillie suit. Yeah, right. I could. It's possible. I think that's that's the next step. <laughs> it's on the way. <laughs> Leveling <laughs> next to a house plan. <laughs> it's just kicking over the leaves. Seven <laughs> 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 No, <laughs> that's what happens when you get three yeah. yellows in a. <laughs> it's gonna be interesting. I'm so good. We are. Five minutes in and have made it through four questions out of eight. There you go. That's perfect. That's not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, spoiler alert, though, you will probably get this episode for free. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have also budgeted two episodes as possible, uh, just in case our just conversation case. goes long. Mm-hmm. We'll cut it in half and have a, a double feature. And there is a possibility of that. Yes. This, so we may wax eloquent before us. So maybe on, on, on Twinkies. <laughs> uh, so what's your best piece of advice to give to a new dad? Oh man, I uh, can I get serious for a minute? Please. Um, I remember the moment that uh, Doctor Sanneman handed my first daughter to me, and that instant in time is just engraved into my being because I looked down and I saw a new creation made uh, half in my image. And something happened on the inside of me. I, At that moment in time, I had a aha moment about what it means to be made in the image of something and how important that image is to the one who made it. And... I've never been the same since then. It changed my outlook on God because I I realized in an instant that my little daughter made in my image with my wife that there wasn't anything that I wouldn't do for that kid. I would happily jump in front of a speeding locomotive to save this little bundle of humanity. And... Uh, I I would just say to new dads, take advantage of that first moment in time when you hold that image in your hand and learn what the Holy Spirit would have you to learn from that moment. It's it's it'll change your life. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. And then I, I got to you know tell you, I I had a problem when our second daughter was coming along. I had several talks with Tammy, and I would say, I don't know how we're going to lo- love this second child the way we love this first one. And I'm really bothered by that. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm concerned about it. And then, of course, Doctor Sanneman handed me daughter number two, and instantly the love capacity ex- doubled, In- instantly. And all of a sudden, now there's two images, and uh, my love has doubled. And that taught me how that God could love all of us at the same time. And uh, that's kind of a cool thing. Yeah. It's a cool thing that being a dad could teach. It can change your life. No, I love the uh, the intentional the intentional thought there. Uh, I didn't really whenever we 
we've got four kids as well. We've got uh, three boys and one girl. Uh, and looking back on it with that lens, 100% feel that. Uh, uh, and I, I like the idea of like going into it. I mean, if we were having another child, which we're not, um, but if we were having another child, like going into it with that intentional mindset of um, just seeing, being open to what God has to tell us in that moment. Like, here's cool. Here's the thing, though. If you have another child, you have to now announce it on the Dad Shorts podcast first. Oh, absolutely. Like, that has to be the first announcement before anyone else knows. <laughs> yes. Exclusive. <laughs> breaking, <laughs> breaking news from the Dad Shorts <laughs> I have an announcement, and I am not having any more. <laughs> you heard it here first. Same. <laughs> Mark that one down. That's great. Uh, we want to talk about some serious questions first. And like All you right. mentioned, we haven't talked about the color code. Uh, and we want to just talk about how we can be intentional about being uh, better dads through parenting to uh, the motives of our kids and what they're doing. So uh, first question, uh, I have four daughters as well. Scott's got one, um, but I've got three of them teenagers. One of them's eight, uh, and we want to ask you, four teenage daughters, tips, advice. Wow. How did you survive? Well, barely. Take that hat off a minute. Let me see your oh, hair. Yeah. No, it was yeah. the uh, yep. Okay, you're still you've still got some color to your it, hair. It's, it's <laughs> but it's not very much. Look here, it's going away. Look yes. at mine, boys. This is what four daughters <laughs> will do for you. My dad told me my my dad had two boys and two girls, and he said he said Van, you know, when you boys turned eighteen, I was through with you. <laughs> and he said my daughters are in their thirties and early forties, and I'm still raising. <laughs> And it, I found that there's somewhat of a truth to that. And uh, my daughters now are are adults, wonderful, strong women. Each each one of them in their own way. Uh, I'm so proud of them. They're terrific. It it is difficult on a dad though through those teenage years. And we had our, uh, you know, I think it was Dr. M. Scott Peck that said life is difficult. And then Jordan Peterson came along and said, at times life can be excruciatingly <laughs> difficult. And and I think that's right. Uh, when you're a dad and you're raising little girls, there's just a myriad of things that, that we deal with. Mm -hmm. And I wish, as I look back on it, I wish I had known uh, the color code it, during those years because I didn't. Yeah. And I, I parented my daughters out of my own personality, not their personality. I know I was, yellow was my expertise and that was my default setting uh, when I came to planet Earth and I just used my automatic default settings. And I made a lot of mistakes. I, I really did uh, with with my red daughter uh, and my yellow daughter. Uh, not so many with my blue daughter. And by the time my white daughter came along, I was getting smarter. Mm -hmm. And, uh, of course, if you have ever have a white child, they don't give you any reason for discipline. They're just a gift from God. <laughs> it's like, wow, I have a child that doesn't create any problems. This is wonderful. <laughs> but uh, yep. it's it, it is... It's an interesting thing to be a dad of, of daughters, especially. And I, I, I don't, I, I never had any boys, but I've got grandsons, mm -hmm. and I find that's a really special treat as a as a granddad uh, to get to spend time with those guys. And uh, it's a whole different world when you get into that next dimension yep. of parenting called grand parenting. <laughs> <laughs> So excited. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, it's cool. You'll love it. 
So uh, as a parent, uh, you're a yellow, and uh, we, we are all three yellows. So what are some advantages and disadvantages of parenting as a yellow? Well, I think uh, an advantage of it would all depend on if you're a healthy yellow or an unhealthy yellow. Mm-hmm. That's fair. You can talk about that. Is that fair? Yeah. yeah. See, uh, an un- unhealthy yellow can be unreliable, uh, uncommitted, easily distracted, self-centered, and I could go on and on. And I was every one of those things, uh, plus mm-hmm. some more, when my daughters were young. And so, you know, I, I was fairly unhealthy yellow. Now, I was also, I had some positive traits. I was engaging, and I was happy and fun to be around, and I was enthusiastic and and an optimist, those things. But sometimes if you're uh, one of the things that uh, that we like to encourage people to do, your your first step is to take that look at yourself and uh, kind of do a self-evaluation. Am I a healthy version of my color or am I unhealthy? And that basically has to do with what am I projecting out? What am I presenting to my kids? Am I presenting mainly the positive elements of being a red or a blue or a white or a yellow? Or am I presenting a lot of limitations? And the reason we call them limitations, they're not weaknesses, they're limitations. Because everything's about relationship. And if you're doing limit limitation behaviors, you are limiting your role as a dad with your kids. It's not as good as it could be. Yeah. And so uh, what, what I try to do, and I, I think uh, that the challenge that I've had to try to overcome as a yellow dad is, for instance, let's, let's take uh, self-centered and unfocused and easily distracted. All of those go together. Yep. You just put them in a bag, you know, and uh, that's me. That that was me. Mm-hmm. And so if my blue daughter wanted to talk to me about something, I'm listener challenged. Because I'm easily distracted, self-centered, and unfocused. And so does my daughter, when she was little, does she feel loved by daddy when she tries to have a blue conversation where she's connecting from the heart? Probably not as well as if I'd have been a healthy yellow. And so I think I miss some of that relationship with them. Uh, my white daughter, as a yellow, you know how we are, we're high energy. Well, whites enjoy you just sitting and being with them. You don't have to talk. You don't have to entertain. You don't have to joke around. Would you just be here and let's just be calm together? And I didn't know how to do that. Yeah. I had no idea how to do that. Um, my red daughter would get frustrated with my yellowness uh, because, you know, reds are A to B people. And let's get it done. And why are you jacking around over there like that? What? Could we could we focus? Yep. And so she would become frustrated, and uh, I didn't know how to give her the proper respect for who she was and her personality. I, I think in the early days, I didn't know how to love my blue daughter as well as I have learned to. Uh, and your blue daughter is your oldest, Yeah, correct? she's number one. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's one of the advantages. Uh, on the other hand... Uh, as Dr. Herman says, Lady Luck seems to smile on the yellows. <laughs> and so even though we can mess it up pretty good, 
it seems like he, he says it's like throwing a cat up in the air. We always tend to land on our feet. And I, I, I've needed that over the course of my life, especially in my parenting, my being a dad. Um, I've made a lot of mistakes. And, uh, but when I look at my kids today, I'm so proud of each and every one of them. They're just wonderful, strong women. And they're just, uh, they're spiritual people. And I, I couldn't be more happy with the way they've turned out. Luckily, they got a lot of that from their mom. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that I, I, I think is a, a strength of a yellow in that same vein is that uh, always finding the silver lining to every yes. cloud. And Absolutely. like that serves us well because we always are trying to like find the fun in negative situations mm-hmm. and Correct. Like, that stuff and part of it. Yeah, that that's is, excellent. Yeah, like in the bad situations, there's always something good. There's always right. something to hang your hat on and uh, that's a survival skill maybe. Well, I think our ministry kind of as yellows, uh, we're called to be encouragers. Mm-hmm. And because of our optimistic, optimistic nature, we tend to see that silver lining where other people don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think you're right. I, that's a great point. So I think that's an advantage of um, a yellow is being able to encourage our wives and our kids mm-hmm. uh, when things don't look so good. Maybe they even look dark and, yeah. you know, we're the ones that can shine a little light on it. So I want to throw in a question we didn't prep for, but uh, I'm yeah. curious. So you're talking about, uh, you know, that silver lining. Uh, I'm a secondary red, so a lot of times when I'm I'm frustrated or um, agitated, that I'm secondary red. That that negative parts of the red come through. Right. And I think a ton about when I'm driving. Yeah. Like talking about silver lining. Oh man, I like same. There have been times where I'm like, this is a horrible situation. I get hit by a car. I'm like, yeah, yeah, this is great. I whatever, we'll figure it out. My wife is stressing and everything. I'm like, that's no big deal. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, driving for me, that's I want to get point A to point B. My red takes over when I'm driving. Scott yeah. knows I hate when people drive in the left lane. I hate yeah. it when people aren't going the speed limit or faster. I get very agitated when I drive. And I think about like at parenting while I'm driving. I, I tend to embrace some of those negative secondary red characteristics. Like I lose my patience. I don't have any silver lining. Like I think about times when I've like made up fun games for the kids in a challenging situation. I'm like, let's play this game. Cause my wife's like, how'd you do that? I was like, I don't know. Just did. But when I'm <laughs> yeah. driving, I just want only to, to accomplish the goal. Let's get wherever going yeah. A to B as quickly as possible, most efficiently as possible. If the kids are talking, that's a distraction. I cannot suffer. And so I want to talk about like, Thinking about secondary colors and how those affect us, how do those negative secondary colors tend to affect us as a parent as well? Well, your secondary colors will often come into play whenever you are triggered emotionally uh, or if you're uh, under a lot of stress. And I could, I'm just having memories here as I'm listening to you talk. Uh, we would plan a vacation. You know, we're going to Orlando mm-hmm. for 10 days. You know, it's going to be so much fun. Well, my secondary red would kick in right before we would leave the house. And I would want to leave at a certain time. And I want to, I'm thinking my red is seeing the B. Yes. You know? mm-hmm. what, what we've been teaching the last several years and really focusing on this, nobody is just one color. Mm-hmm. And it, it is such a misuse of the color code system to put people in a box or stereotype using one color. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there just isn't. We've color coded over 60,000 people, and we've never had anybody one color. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't happen. And so I think 
I love that you bring up secondary color because it's so important. There's a big difference in a yellow red and a yellow white mm-hmm. and a yellow blue. They're completely different personality realities. And but I find that true if I'm under when I first took my color code test, I tested red. Mm. Uh, and I, I make a joke about it now. The reason I tested red was I'm a yellow and I didn't read the instructions. <laughs> so, you know, I'm a business owner and I'm the leader and I'm the guy with the vision. And I'm the guy making the decisions. Yep. I'm living a red life at my business. Mm-hmm. And everybody said, yeah, he's red. All right. Well, about three months later, I, it kind of dawned on me that shoe doesn't really fit. It's kind of wearing a little blister in my personality, you know, and, uh, so I took it again without telling anybody the second time I tested yellow and I went home and told Tammy, I said, Hey, I, I think I'm a yellow. And she said, she said, well, you're not yellow around us. (laughs) Now, what do you guys think was happening? Uh, A lot of conflict going on, a lot of, uh, in the turmoil could be, you know, the stress of raising kids and all that stuff. And I think as dads, we got to be careful that you need to know your color code and you need to come to a motive matters seminar because you need to understand it at a very deep level. And I, I think as uh, a yellow dad entrepreneur, I would go to my business and I would treat my customers like kings and queens mm-hmm. all day. I would pour out all this enthusiasm and all this positivity to my customers. And then when I get home, that tank is empty. Yeah. So I yeah, go to my charge. reserve tank, color number two, but I don't reach in there and get the good qualities of red. No. It's usually the limitations of red that come out. Yeah. And so it's like, hey, kids, shut up back there. Go outside and play. Tammy, take that stupid phone off the hook. I've talked to all the people I want to talk to. Mm-hmm. And she's like, gosh, we're glad you're home. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was interesting. When we first went to our Motive Matters, uh, a Motive Matters uh, workshop, uh, I think you had said something to that effect. And my wife kind of looked at me and kind of we talk through that because a yellow need like we're on stage all the time all right day. Like that's the that's the thing we're on stage that's right and we are pouring into like that social thing trying to like navigate the social dynamics of the world that we're in yep. um and then when we get home like people don't understand that yellows need to recharge like they need that's time right. to just stare at a wall yep um and like like pass out on the couch or whatever for a few minutes. And then we can like, that's what I found. Like, and Laura thought I just hated being at home. Like I just hated uh, being around the family and all that kind of stuff, which wasn't it at all. I just, I need free time. Yeah. I, I need free time without any expectations. Right. And that recharges me. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's exactly right. And I would say to the dads that are listening, and I often do this when I'm doing a corporate training, I'll tell these people, you know, you come in to the company and you, you give your all throughout the day, and you go home tired. Sometimes you have a cluster wad that happens at work. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, as teachers, you never have that happen, right? Not at all. Never. Yeah, everything always goes right for you guys. <laughs> but you can come home emotionally pre-charged and uh, in a what we would call a negative mood, and you have negative emotions that are playing in. And uh, what I, I tell people is, uh, intentionally begin to look at your day a little bit different, especially as a dad. And 
make it your purpose to save some of your best core energy for when you get home. Don't spend it all at the corporate office. Don't spend all your best energy at, at your school. Yeah. Save some of your very best for the people you love the most. That if, if your phone went off and we had a nuclear missile incoming, you wouldn't run to the corporate office. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't run to the school to talk to your teacher friends or your students. You know, mm-hmm. you'd go to your kids immediately and your wife. Yeah. And uh, those are the most important. So save your best energy for them. Yeah, and that's that's definitely something that I struggle with. Uh, Me too. Kind of separating that that yeah. work it's not and easy and all of that balance. It's not for the faint at heart. You <clears throat> right. have to you have to change your thinking on that mm-hmm. and re uh, reorganize your hierarchy of values. Yep. Like my kids are the most important thing. And I'm going to go out there and support my kids and do my job and be the best employee I can be. But I'm going to save some of my best power for my kids yeah. at the end of the day. Well, that's so I can be a good listener. Yeah. I can be, I can be patient. Uh, I can go do something, or I can just chill and have fun. I, whatever the kid might need, yep. I've, I've got that energy in reserve. Yep. And each of your kids, I know each of my kids has a different. Uh, yeah. We think each of one of them has a different tilt to their to their color co personality. Right. Um, and so, like my youngest, just wants us to sit there and snuggle. Like he's our snuggler, sure. and he's just he doesn't care what we're watching. He just wants to snuggle. And sometimes I'm just like. Ah. And I can feel myself, and I—that's one of the things I like about the, doing this podcast. And I we talked about it with—we uh, had a, a road trip recently that did not go as planned. Uh, and in the back of my mind, uh, I'm—I'm—I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm replaying different episodes of this uh, this podcast, and I—I I think. I don't know if this is yellows. I don't know if this is everybody, but like what we think about and what we talk about um, impacts our daily lives, right? So, like, I'm a principal at a school, like, all of my conversations are education based. So, like, I can have these education. I read education books. I read, I listen to education podcasts. And this conversation, um, consistently having this conversation about what it means to father, what it means to parent, what it means to like raise our kids, um, really has started impacting just the way that I intentionally think when I'm going home. And I try to like, I, and I'm, I'm in a much better headspace, I think, because we're having these conversations about yeah, absolutely. parenting. And I think yeah. that's, that's super cool. Yeah, I do too. I, uh, Zach, when you brought up your, uh, thing about your red it's still a standing joke with my girls we would head out for florida and we'd get to about sarcoxy mm-hmm. and the kids are so happy and so excited <laughs> and they're messing with each other in the back and they're making noise and they're laughing and you know they're hitting each other and boy that's just well that gets on my nerves mm-hmm. yep and about sarcoxy i'd say all right, knock it off. I can turn this car around. <laughs> I can turn it around. And sometimes I would even pull off the interstate. Uh-huh. Yep, been there. <laughs> you know? <Been> there. <laughs> and as a matter of fact, it was funny because I had three of my four girls in the car yesterday. <laughs> and we were uh, driving over to Republic, and they got to messing around in the back and laughing and talking. And I said, I can turn this car around, you know? <laughs> so it's kind of, That's kind of funny. That's great. 
I started putting in headphones when I'm driving. Yeah. <laughs> this is a podcast. That's what, uh, me, me too. The I've, best things for my driving. I'll put in, I'll put in, I'll put in one earbud and I'll listen yep. over here and I can still interact <laughs> with the family, but the one earbud has saved my sanity uh-huh. uh, on the road trips. I still just want to get where I'm going as quickly as possible. See, I don't, I don't suffer that. I, and I think I, it's, I think it's the amount of road tripping that we do. Like we, yeah. we drive thousands of miles every year uh, and I absolutely love it. And I like just, to me, that is my recharge time, yeah, uh, which is yeah. weird um, because I get in the car. Um, Laura, my wife, is great at planning all of these things, and I just get in the car and press the gas pedal, and mm-hmm. like I just go where she tells me to go. I don't have to think hardly at all. <laughs> like, it's just it's glorious. I love it. I, I'm the same way. I, matter of fact, coming up here today from Mount Vernon to do our podcast, mm-hmm. your podcast, I, uh, I told Tammy, I said, I'm going to get Haas out today. Haas is my... <laughs> 08 Toyota Tundra four-wheel drive. Nice. It sits in the garage most of the time, mm-hmm. but that's my buck, one of my bucket list items. Nice. And, uh, it's got it's it's on it's almost new. It's only got 239,000 miles. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, just about new. <laughs> me and that old trucker joined at the hip, you know, and I, I said I'm going to take Haas today just for the fun of it. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I love it. We are definitely in two-parter territory. Yeah, we are. So we got two games we want to play, uh, Van. First one we want to do is a, a playlist by color. And this is Scott's idea, so Scott, I'll let you kind of talk about uh, your idea for playlist by color. I know you already have <laughs> oh, boy. a playlist by color started. I don't know necessarily have a playlist by color, but I, I, I'm i intrigued by the idea because I think um, there are certain songs that are written by, uh, like, or they speak to the core colors of uh, of people, right? And yeah, so, sure. Um, so the idea commercials of, are the same oh way. Goodness, I mean, yes. you yes. look at the commercials on TV; yeah, they're absolutely. geared to the different personality <laughs> motives. Yes. Uh, and, and this was like in my mind, it was it was going to be like super easy, um, and because uh, you know, like it's shiny object. Uh, when I got last night, we were uh, we were supposed to be prepping for a VBS thing, um, and instead, I got sidetracked by my playlist. Uh, so um, I started going through the playlist. And uh, and and through my songs, I've got uh, songs by decades. So I've got a '60s playlist, '70s, '80s, '90s, uh, '2000s, and 2010s, and started just going, kind of going through. What are the what are the pop hits? Uh, what color does that does that imbibe? Like what it, what are we looking at? <laughs> well, this um, ought to be fun. Yeah. So I I thought it might be fun to kind of go through, um, kind of first. What are some songs that you immediately think of um, that that kind of uh, you think of a color that goes with them? And then we can go through some of these songs on this playlist and kind of as a group kind of decide what color what color their vibe is. When Tammy and I were first uh, learning and learning to practice our skill at color code, Mm -hmm. if you will, uh, we were learning how to put our marriage back together. Because mm-hmm. we had a rough, rough time there for a while, and uh, we got to laughing one night because uh, we were thinking about theme songs for mm-hmm. our color. Yep. Yeah. And Tammy said, "I think my theme song is Love Me Tender.' <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. Love Me True. Never yep. Let Me Go." And I said, "Yeah, I think mine is 
wild thing. <laughs> <laughs> I think I love you. That's awesome. That's good. That's yeah. awesome. I will say a lot of this came from uh, I, a memory that I had, and it's been like 16 years since we we went to the Motive Matters thing. But I think you had a section where um, the only one that I remember is the red one, and it was uh, Danger Zone. Uh, yeah. Kenny, Kenny Loggins. Uh, I'm like, I wait to the wow. Danger Zone. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Okay. Right. Yeah, what's some of yours, Scott? Okay, so uh, I thought the um, and I I don't know uh, the first one that I'll kind of go with is uh, that I thought was an interesting one was uh, the tracks of my tears by Smokey Robinson, um, which uh, I thought was an interesting one that starts with uh, people think I'm the life of the party uh, because I tell a joke or two, um, and the whole like v- feeling of the song is you know basically. This is going to get deep quick. I should have gotten, excuse me. I should have started with the uh, with something that was a little bit lighter. Um, go for it. But, I like where this is well, going. Yeah, like because this one is like people think that yellows are just impossibly happy all the time, yeah. and because of that, uh, they get a bad rap for not taking things seriously really? or that kind of stuff. Yeah. And uh, I think this is where you get like the sad comedian type of right. uh, personality, uh, which is one hundred percent. I think a a struggle emotionally for a lot of like yellows that are in like show business and things like that. Like you think of uh, people like Robin Williams and, and I cried the day he took his life. Absolutely. I I did because I I knew he was my yellow brother. Yeah. And I knew he was one of the most gifted intellects and comedians that has ever walked to the face of the earth, at least in our generation. Yeah. And I also knew that, Probably no one had ever taught him that yellows have downtimes too. Yep, one hundred percent. And uh, you know he was going through some tough times. And uh, Tammy has a theory on this, um, and uh, and she's pretty good. I've seen her teach Doctor Hartman his own theory mm-hmm. from time to time, and uh, she's she's pretty good at it. Um, she said because yellows, we define the motive of fun as living in the present moment fully engaged with that present moment Mm -hmm. for the purpose of joy. And because yellows live in the present moment, when they're down, they get this feeling it's going to be forever. Oh, that's, yeah. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. That's an interesting thing to think about. And, you know, I've I've known uh, yellows that, uh, you know, like, you know, they just, they can have that downtime and they don't know how to deal with it. And if they don't have the self-awareness and understanding of their personality motive, uh, they can hurt themselves in a big way. They can become addicted uh, easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was my deal. Yep. Uh, you know, I'll self-medicate and that'll bring my happiness back. Yep. And uh, But I, I think you make a great point there. Tears of a clown is, you know, you go up to, to me as a yellow, I could have 47 things going wrong in my life. And you say, yep. Van, and I say, baby, what's up, Scottsville? Good to see you, dude. What's up? You know, and here we go. We're having fun yep. and all that. Never mind. I just ran over my dog and I'm four house payments down and they yes. repossessed my car and I lost my wife and, you know, my kid's on drugs. And I mean, you know, yeah, all, right, all stuff. I'm making yeah. that up. But yeah, but you know what I mean? We We tend to hide our insecurities behind our humor. Yep. Yeah. And we're experts at that. So I, I think you're right. You make great point. Tears, tears of a clown. Yep. Uh, yep. All right. Uh, then I have uh, Stand By Me, Benny King. <laughs> what do you think? 
Uh, he's going to stand by me. I always said white. Snap, blue. What is it? I don't know. That's, that's the conversation. You're asking me when you forget. I don't know the lyrics to songs. Oh, like, yeah, stand by me is. Okay, just go with that. The stand, the, by, the stand by me. That's it. So I'm going, I mean, it's either yellow, just be in the presence with me, mm-hmm. or it's blue. Stand by me, stick by me is emotionally connecting. That, But like, I have no idea other than the lyrics stand by me, whoa, stand by me. <laughs> That's the extent of the lyrics of the song. <laughs> yeah, I. And I think that was really good, though. Well, that's it. That was good. I think that's good. I that that would have been. I think it could almost also be white, because I think the yeah. lyrics say something about when you're not feeling yep. low, when you're low, mm-hmm. stand by me. And and I found that with my white daughter uh, Stephanie, you know, things get crazy in life, and that girl when she comes over. The spirit of peace is just there, and you can just ah, take a breath. It, it's amazing. Yeah. And I, I think that could could have a white piece to it, too. Yeah, absolutely. But definitely blue. Yeah. Uh, but yet the reds are protective. Yeah, you know, true. They use that power, that A to B. I teach red police officers all the time, and they get into police work because they are protectors. That's interesting. You know, stand by me. I'll protect you. You know, so, yeah. That's cool. I'm sure that was good. I, I put it on there thinking that it was blue, but like I think yeah. there's definitely a case for for all of them. Yeah. Uh, this one, uh, I, I a little less conversation by Elvis Presley. So the lyrics are, <laughs> we're gonna have a little less <laughs> conversation, a little less conversation. A little more I mean, action, <laughs> yeah, a little more action for you. Uh, uh, what do you think? <laughs> a little less conversation, a little more action. Yeah, that's yeah. red. That's yeah. kind of where I was putting yeah, that one. Okay. Um, I like that. <laughs> This one was just fun, Hocus Pocus by Focus, um, and I, I put it on there. I don't sing know a little bit of that for me. Like it's it is like a nineteen uh, sixties seventies like uh, hard rock song where they just yodel, uh, which I put like, I put on there just because what? it's probably yellow because it's just like all over the place, oh, okay. and the name of the band is Focus. Uh, <laughs> Good. Uh, there was a, there was um, another yellow one that I had was uh, I'm Too Sexy by mm, Right Said Fred. Yeah. Well, sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, and Shiny Happy People by R.E.M. Yeah. My my yellow grandson came over to the house here a couple weeks ago, and uh, he was dressed up pretty sharp. And I said, man, you look good. And he said, I know it. <laughs> yeah, I do look good, don't I, granddad? Okay, I had some Disney ones. Go for it. Uh, so uh, what about uh, You're Welcome by, you know, The Rock? Oh, uh, what can I say yeah. except you're welcome? Like he's listening to all these amazing things he's done from Moana. Uh, that's got to be yellow, right? I could see, I could see red? a red because uh, of all of the things that I have accomplished. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, yeah. you're welcome for being in my presence. Yeah. And then Reminds me of my brother. So boat. like I, I feel like <laughs> that's. <laughs> okay. Uh, the other one I thought was I had two from The Lion King. Okay. Uh, can you feel the love tonight? That's got to be blue, right? Uh, can you sing it? No, because I can't <laughs> sing, but it's Can You Feel the Love Tonight? And I don't know the rest of the words. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Can you feel the love tonight? <laughs> whoa, whoa. I don't, you assume I know lyrics, and I, I don't know any I, lyrics. I would say, I Hold can on. say, because it's all about the relational, like... I'm searching for... They're reconnecting. You think of Nala and Simba. They're yeah. reconnecting in that moment. Um, and, yeah, I could see that. I can't find it on the playlist, but that was my thought. Uh, the other thing I about was Hakuna Matata. And the thing, I have a question on that one. Oh, is, yeah. Is it yellow or is it white? Because it's like Hakuna Matata. Uh, no worries. Like, no worries. It could be, it could be either, either one. one. For right. sure. But that's definitely white. Yep. No okay. worries. Yep. Just chill. 
Uh, and then the last one I had was from Frozen. Love is an open door. Which begs the question, is Anna from Frozen, is she a yellow or a white? I'm sorry, a yellow or a blue? Ooh, that's crazy good... how we finish each other's sandwiches. That's yep. what I was going to say. Uh, I would say she's definitely a yellow blue. Oh, so yellow first? Yes, yellow so you primary. Think it's a yellow song. Yeah, because I think she just like instantaneously spur of, spur of the moment falls in love, wants to get married, and all of that. Kind the of bad stuff. guy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I also had for for okay. So we I, we did we did a stereotypical not good job last time on our episode uh, because when we did our TV movie dads, yeah. uh, we did not have a white one on there. We had some on our short list, but I don't think we put it on the actual. But we did. Podcast. We said somebody was white. Now you're talking about Walter White after the episode. for movies. Yeah, like a TV. Clint Eastwood man. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. he's he's the ultimate. Absolutely. We listened to Andy Taylor. I mean, Andy Griffith as a blue dad. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Sorry, that was very yellow. Yeah, I think Walter uh, White is a good white dad. The Van, do you have any any songs? Uh, I I gave you my playlist. Okay, okay, okay cool. Uh, then I will I say can't top what you guys did. When I was talking to when I was talking to my wife about this, um, I played a couple of them. One of them was "It's Your Thing" by the Isley Brothers, mm-hmm. um, being a like white theme song because it's your thing, yeah. do what you want to do. Like uh-huh. it's all about do you just do you. I'm gonna uh, say right. here uh, just being me. Yeah. Uh, the other part was uh, "Let It Be" uh, by the Beatles. Oh, uh, yeah. Another like just let it be. <laughs> It's got to be, be white, right? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then Chasing Cars by Snow Patrol. I don't yeah. know if you're familiar with that song, like but song. Um, let's see. I don't know any of the lyrics. It is. Uh, I like the song. <laughs> Would you just lie with me and just forget the world? Uh, I don't know how to say how I feel. Like, um, let's see here. Uh, if, I, if I lay here. Yeah, yeah. It's just all about just like being uh outside of your like just lay here just i'm just gonna lay here and let the world just kind of uh move on uh around me it was uh it so we kind of we were thinking on that one um and then uh the last two that i'll go with um all i want to do by cheryl crow yeah i mean that's an easy one. one yeah Oh no! This was it. Okay, sorry. I'm being I'm being very yellow at my playlist. I should have made a playlist per color, but I didn't. I made the combined <laughs> playlist, uh, which I'm totally going to share on uh, yeah, our, our socials, socials because absolutely. it's a good one. Uh, Take me home, country roads. Definitely. Um, well, what do you think? You know the song. Take me home, country road is the extent of the lyrics that I know from that song. West Virginia, Mount Mama, Mama, take me home. Well, I play a song, Tabby and I, when we're, when we're on the road and we're yeah. training and uh, we're anxious to get back home. I play a song by an old group called Three Dog Night. Oh, yeah. You remember that? Oh, yeah. Love and it. it's one of my favorites that they did. It's a little out of their genre, but it's so good. It's called Out in the Country. Oh, okay. And it Love starts with this one. really cool jazzy guitar. And then, uh, whenever I need to leave it all behind, I will feel the need. To get away, I find a quiet place far from the human race yeah. <laughs> out in the country. Okay, that's very much yeah. a white theme song right yeah. there. That is, it, oh, that's awesome. It's funny, though, because, yeah. you know, as you, when you've been teaching all day and you're yeah, really emotionally, yes. you know, distraught, uh-huh. I mean, you're tired and you, yeah. your tank's on empty, I just want out in the country. I play that when we're tearing down our equipment in town and be like, that's fantastic yeah. cool 
All right, so that's kind of our our, our thing. We'll publish the playlist. Uh, if you have any thoughts on that, definitely throw them into the comments. Uh, like that playlist and, and go for it. Well, find us wherever you find your podcasts. Don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe. Uh, you can give us a five-star rating. We found out uh, on Apple we have five five-star ratings. Yep. And on Spotify we have 13. Yep, Thir- 13. Uh, you, have cool. to, you have to do the five-star ratings on the Dad Shorts podcast homepage. Yeah. You can't rate each individual episode. Individual. That was the part that we uh, we were unclear on the technical part yeah. of things. But, but now that we know, hey, the more you uh, like and uh, rate our podcast, the more... Uh, the algorithm is going to say this is a great podcast for dads. So we encourage everybody. Uh, thank you for those of you who have left us a five-star review. We would love more five-star reviews only so that other dads can find the podcast as well. So yep. like, rate, and subscribe. Uh, you can find us on social media at uh, on Facebook at Dad Shorts Podcast. You can find us at uh, email at dadshortspodcast at gmail.com. And you can find us on TikTok at the Dad Shorts Podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're putting out some funny videos, and then Scott's going to put out the Moral Madness for our yep. bracket. Very excited. This weekend, he's got some of those uh, turned out. So, super excited. Thanks for joining us. Have an awesome week, and we'll see you next week. Later.